This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we're going to talk about us, we, them. We're going to talk about a really important concept when it comes to foreign policy and the way we talk about foreign policy. We're going to do this because the Biden administration has made it pretty clear that they plan on being a whole lot more active on the foreign policy scene. So there's something that we need to consciously acknowledge before that happens because we're going to be talking about foreign policy a lot for the next couple of years. In the United States, we have a representative democracy. We are theoretically a government of the people. So we say we. We are doing this. When the decision to do that was made, were you at the table? I wasn't. Nobody asked me. But we collectivize that when we are talking about international affairs. And on some level, that's okay. It makes, it makes speech a little easier. But we have to acknowledge that when we are talking about American foreign policy and we say the Americans, that doesn't mean the average person in Birmingham or Cleveland or L.A. It's a small group of people who are using the tools of foreign policy to enact an agenda. It's what it is. We're going to use a country that doesn't often cause waves on the foreign policy scene to show how absurd this practice can get. If Ireland decided to seize a bunch of grain shipments and we said the Irish are doing this, that's how we would talk about it on the foreign policy scene. Does that mean that every person in Ireland is doing that? Of course not. It's the people in power using the tools of foreign policy to enact an agenda. However, what if the U.S. decides to intervene in this practice? The Irish are the ones who are doing it. Who gets held accountable? Who are we okay with becoming collateral? We have to be sure that we make that distinction. That we are very aware that when we are talking about foreign policy, even though the words we're using are interchangeable, the Irish, we're not actually talking about the people. It's an incredibly important concept that if enough people recognize it and draw that line, it will quite literally save lives because we won't be okay with it. And even though we don't have a whole lot of power over our government, we have some. Another thing to acknowledge is that in most countries, most people have even less control over their government and therefore their foreign policy than we do. It's not right to hold them accountable for it, not the whole nation. We also tend to collectivize entire countries. I'll go ahead and tell you now, any sentence ever uttered throughout history that started with Afghans want is inaccurate to some degree. 
All generalities are, but that's especially true there. Because when we say that and we're talking about foreign policy, what we really mean is the Afghan government, those in power. There's more than a dozen ethnicities there. They're not all aligned. The average person in Afghanistan wants the same thing the average person in Ireland or the average person in the United States wants. Safety and stability. People all over the world are pretty united on that. And we need to acknowledge it. Because it uh, will curtail our willingness to look away when innocents are lost. We can't collectivize entire groups of people like that. In the United States, we know this is bad. We did it with race in this country, and nothing good has ever come of it. We need to be aware of it when we're talking about foreign policy. It's not going to change the language of foreign policy. People have talked this way about foreign policy forever. It's not going to change anytime soon. But we need to consciously draw that line in our minds. Because we have more in common with the average person in Dublin or Kabul than, in most cases, we do with our own representatives. We need to be aware of that. Another thing to do, if you really want to make this point clear to yourself, read some foreign policy articles. They're written by people all over the world. You will see the sentence, the United States, the Americans, America is doing this, and you may not like what you see. It's not an attack on you. It's an attack on the policies of the government. We have to be very conscious of that team mindset because while in a lot of ways it can be good, in a whole lot of ways it can lead to some really bad things. If enough people recognize this, recognize the similarities, we can move towards accommodating those universal wants which will lead us to peace, which theoretically should be the goal of foreign policy. Anyway, It's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.